Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. You know, we bought a plant. Oh. Because we had we have a bunch of hanging plants on our patio. Okay. And one of them didn't didn't do too good. No. He sort of committed plant suicide. Oh. So <laughs> we had to go get <laughs> something to replace him and my husband needed trimmer parts and stuff, so that's fun. Fun. Exciting. I just finished watching Gone with the Wind with my child. Okay. She loved it. So my genetics are in there. So good now. <laughs> she yeah. Was like super funny. She was like, because <laughs> like it's a wildly prom- problematic movie in terms of social, economic. It's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So she's problematic. Like, she's like, I thought slavery was bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, it is. And she's like, were they happy to be slaves? I was like, no, no, no. I was like, see, everything on that part of the movie is horribly wrong and inaccurate. I was like, just focus on Scarlett O'Hara's pretty dresses and Rhett Butler. Yes. <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> I was like, no, it's, it's... there's any, like, social, political, moral lessons to glean from Gone with the Wind? No. No. Not the point. <laughs> It's it's got a lot of a lot of issues. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. A lot I, was of like, them? I was like, in its defense, it was made in 1939, but you know, what, really what kind bad. of defense is that? You know, uh, they were backwards ass racist back then. <laughs> basically, <laughs> so, yeah. She's like, okay, so basically, everything they're doing is wrong, but they look pretty. I was like, y- you know. Yeah, that about sums it up. It's it's not a real deep movie. <laughs> but she liked Rhett Butler, as we all do, so. Alrighty, we're answering questions. We are going to answer questions. Is there anything we wanted to talk about before we got into that? Uh, I have been so out of the fracking loop. You know, so. I jotted down the questions and then I left the notebook downstairs. <laughs> this is how we do organization. Is guys. that me or it's is that so me? so you. That's so much Callie. Oh my fucking God. Now well, I have to go downstairs and get it again. Well, I remember what Lexi asked. I know, but I want to be thorough. So. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be thorough. We're going to be thorough. So what else Happen. are you up to these days, Jennifer? I'm watching a lot of single parents because it makes me laugh. We all need things that make us laugh in this day and age. Yeah, I decided that I needed to switch to a comedy because my life has kind of blown up. But, you know, it's working. It's cheering me up. It makes me laugh. I'm actually not a big comedy television person. and I Neither am I. Yeah, we, am I. Tend to, we tend to watch, like, really painful shit. So, <laughs> um, like, an experience is, like, all new for me. Like, sitting down and, like, 
like I like watched Friends and I watched How I Met Your Mother and like yeah like they were there were funny moments but Nick finally turned to me while we were watching Single Parents he's like I've never heard you laugh this much at a TV show ever it's genuinely hilarious the entire half hour <laughs> which I have yet to discover on any television show like not every episode is perfect but it's pretty dang funny the kids are actually the funniest part particularly twins <laughs> They're the best. This is why you like it. Uh, yeah, there's a multiple angle in there somewhere. You knew that was going to happen. so I should have known. Mm-hmm. I'm not complicated. <laughs> there's, there's a thread everywhere that connects all my things. Okay, I got my, my notes. Woohoo! So now we're ready. Do you want to dive in with Lexi's question? Yes, yeah, she's waited the longest and with her lovely British accent. Thank you, Lexi. It's so pretty. Okay, well, let's let's have a listen to Lexi's question. Hi, guys. It's Lexi here from the UK. Um, I hope you're both safe and doing okay. Jen, I hope you like my British accent, although it is rather mild. I actually have two questions for you. As you know, I love alternate universes and fan fiction, so I'd like to know, if you could pick a point of canon divergence for every season of Arrow, what would it be? And then continuing with the fanfic theme, my other question is, if Felicity and Arrow were a fan fiction series, what five additional tags would you use to describe each season? Thank you for continuing to entertain us with the podcast during these difficult times. I love you both. Bye. Okay, I get the thing. I get how this works now. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? Yep, there's going to be a lot of that. Okay, Jen's so learning things. Jen is learning. Okay, so Lexi, your voice is absolutely precious. Bless you for thinking that's mild. Yeah, that's not mild. It's completely <laughs> British, and I love it. I secretly wish I was British, so it really works for me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So, okay, a point of canon divergence for each season. So, like, the point we would want to see the show go from being canon to being something different. Yeah, this isn't going to be hard. Because there's something (laughs) I hate. There's something I absolutely hate in every freaking season. Every freaking season. Honestly, for me, season one is radioactive. Yeah, I just, I would actually even take it back further than that and have Tommy never break up with Laurel. Listen, I'm not a fan of Lance. I know. So. We'll diverge in that area. I would just keep Oliver or Tommy and Laurel together and just like drop the whole Laurel and Oliver reunion bullshit because it never made any sense in the first place. I wrote the perfect. You did. And it was perfect. So basically, the, I would just do Callie's fic. That that's that's what was the name of that fic again? Oh, shit, I forget. I do too. There's so many. I never remember it's the, my. I don't fic know. Type. It's the one of your fics, Tommy and Laurel and Oliver. It's a season <laughs> one where Oliver never went to Laurel's apartment. Yes. Oh, I need to reread that one. That was some good stuff. So yeah. Anyways, season one's one. easy. Season one is so easy. How about season two for you? Uh, no Sarah. Listen, I like Sarah, so we could have Sarah, but no yeah. sex and up Sarah. 
the sexing up of Sarah, I felt was a swerve. That's but, where I would. That's where I would diverge like, it to. Yeah. Because it really felt like friendship to me, and then all of a sudden they were banging each other in the middle. That's of the exactly how I felt because everything with them in two A, like two hundred five and two hundred four, was like strictly platonic. Yeah. And then all of a sudden at the end of episode 13, bang town. And I'm like, what? Where does this come from? And like, I feel like there was no lead up. Like, it's like, because they were pairing all the flashbacks with them. You know what I mean? And it was like, Oliver, they were like kind of donezo on the island too. Yeah. They weren't together. He was kind of with the shadow, you know? And so it's just like, it was extremely jarring. It was very, very weird. And I could never, like, quite decide, are they doing, like, a triangle with Oliver, Shadow, and Sarah, and then Sarah, Felicity, and, like, are they trying to say that Oliver should have, like, picked Shadow? Like, it was such a weird parallel situation. I was like, this is just a hot mess. It makes no sense. We need to just, like, stop it. I think I decided in the end that it was their way of giving Canon Black Carry Black Canary, Black Canary. Yeah. Yeah, they had absolutely no intention of ever going back to World and Oliver. And they wanted to get that out of the way before they went with Felicity. I also think that this was their way cuz this is the thing that I never understood about Laurel for fans was like in the beginning of season 2, Oliver and Laurel actually say to each other like Oliver says to her, "If I could go back and change everything, I would. So he's basically telling her I would have never slept with Sarah. Everything would have been different. Okay? Which, like, which, can we point out, he took that back in season five. Right. Which he's like, made, actually, like, yeah, I would. I would do it all. Okay for me. I'm cool with being your sister. You're like, what is this show? And then, like, 14 episodes later, he's presented with literally the exact same opportunity where he could, you know, choose Laurel again or just don't get in between the two sisters as they're trying to be sisters again. And he starts sleeping with Sarah. Like that to me was like, it's bad enough that he cheated on Laurel in the beginning, but then he did it. He started banging her sister again. It was like the only time I ever felt bad for Laurel. Truly, I did. That dinner was just a horror show. That dinner was terrible. Like bringing Oliver to that dinner, like it was one of those no, don't. You're just like just watering. It was like a slow motion car wreck that you are just forced to watch, and you're like, this is just horrible. You know, like in parenthood, like they would just have this like, like this cringe level of honesty that you just felt like voyeuristic. Like, oh no! And I, like, I, it was like it was so uncomfortable to watch that show. Like eighty percent of the time, they were either making you sob or you were incredibly uncomfortable. Like it was that level of cringe. I just was like, I don't want to see this, but I have to watch it because it's awful. But it was awful. it was really terrible, it was really bad. So yeah, I would just totally like. We were on a nice, steady pace with Felicity. It was a slow burn. They but it wasn't proceed. slow enough because they were like, whoa. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, never mind you. And it was like, Let's it was throw like, it into reverse. There's no choice to make. Now he's banging this. What the fuck? It was just like, I was so mad. I was just really mad. Because it made Oliver, like, I understand what Steve was saying when he went into the producers. And they were like, he was like, okay, Oliver needs to pr- pick a freaking lane here 
because he's like slutting his way through Star City and nobody's going to believe this guy that he actually gives a shit about anybody because he keeps just jumping from bed to bed. And I was like, preach it, my brother. I, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, it's, it was really hard for me. Well, I think like, that's by and large why Oliver didn't sleep with anybody else during yes, season three. Yes, the celibacy, because it was like trying to prove and that... Steve was one of the ones that hit hit that the hardest during during promo for it. Right. He was like, listen, if Oliver's with anybody else, it really takes away right. from what he feels about Felicity. And like I know true. Were, I know they were trying to create all this confusion in season two. So like the big suspense of who does he really love the most? Is it Laurel? Is it Sarah? Is it Felicity? They wanted to make all of them like real candidates in some way, but it just made Oliver look flighty. It when was in very reality, he he was truly in love with Felicity, and it just kind of to me the back half of season two cheapens what they were doing in, in the first part of season. The first part of season two, two was perfection. The back right. half was terrible until like the last four episodes. Like then, like they re, then they circled <sighs> back around, and then they like tried throwing Laurel in there like for a half minute, and I was like, "What the fuck?" It was just I was very upset and confused. It was very upsetting. For a lot of the back part. And that's why I can never pick season two right? as the best season. No, because I can it was never like, pick it. I just remember how mad I was for so much of it. Yeah, I was really frustrated. I have never been, I have never been that stressed out headed into a finale ever. Yes. Other than when it was the big, huge uh, year before Stefan and Elena, Damon love triangle in season three and who Elena was going to pick. It was a very stressful time period in the so, Diaries. So, season two, we, we both agree. Yeah, what so about we're season racing, three? We're racing, Sarah. Oh, you know, season three is a little tougher because I'm an angst whore. Well, you're not exactly just erasing. You're you're diverging. Diverging. Okay. It's like so there's I a think, fork. Like, I understand the point where I get frustrated with Oliver is when he came back from, you know, getting chucked off a mountain and he really didn't change anything. No. You know, like Felicity's speech to him in the alley was like, you know, I kind of thought like almost dying would make you want to live with me. And I was like, you know, girl, I'm kind of with you there. Because I remember writing metas like that Christmas. I was like, this is going to be good. He's going to come back. He's going to have his head out of his ass. And like, none of that happened. I'm like, oh, fuck you guys. And your stupid 23 episodes, and this all has to wait until the season finale. Then why didn't he just stay dead until the season finale? Yeah, just stay dead until the season finale. Like, this is all. Well, honestly, what I, what I expected, what I expected to happen was for him to go with Roz after he got kicked off the mountain. I expected Roz to, to grab him. I expected La- yeah, that Roz makes more sense. Yeah. To Lazarus pit him, induct him into the league right there, and play out the rest of the season from there instead of having this come back to Star City and dick around for a few episodes. Right. It was no. beautiful. Yes. I enjoyed watching it, but yes. it was like that didn't make a whole lot of fucking sense. No, it didn't. I mean, there was good moments in the back half of 3B. I mean, obviously, like, the Dial of Wedding. I loved their fight in 317 when she's after she's with Ray and he finds out that Ray is the Adam. It was it was a fight that they needed to have. There, I mean, was, was, there was so much good shit. It was just a lot of good angst. That but you know where I would diverge. But, like, <sighs> character 
otherwise it just didn't make any sense for me with Oliver. Like he was just being obstinately stubborn, which I know Oliver is obstinately stubborn, but like it was kind of to a ridiculous level. It was a lot. You know where I would diverge? Where would you diverge? I diverged in the first episode. (laughs) Also that too. (laughs) Listen. I know, but here's I would I would have changed it all. Like the whole season, there would have been there would have been no season because it wouldn't there wouldn't have been any drama at all. He would have the date would have gone to its natural conclusion. He'd have gone home with her. Then they would have gotten Queen consolidated back the next day. Fuck Ray Palmer. Fuck everything else. Like (laughs) that's where I would diverge. Engaged by the end of the season. Exactly. Yeah, that's also true. I would do that too. Like, here's the thing: if Cal and I were gonna write this show, we would. Ha- I would have had triplets by season four. Yeah, by season four, easy. I mean, a minimum. We would be working on like eight kids. It'd have been all of her vigilanting with with a baby with in the, a with Bjorn. Like, it's like maybe like the fun traps. Yeah, it's been a lot. But no, it's I. I as much as I love season three i adore season three if i yeah. had to pick a place to diverge it it would have been the first step well yeah because like even his reasoning like a psychologically given the state that he was in at the time i understood the decisions he was making i made like the big in defense of oliver queen because he was being such a disaster <laughs> he needed some and defense and and <laughs> and i was like listen he is a disaster zone but it's why we love him um, but like also his reason was like, well, Felicity almost got blown up during, you know, our date. And I was like, you know, asshole. I mean, she got, there was a whole lot of her almost getting murdered in season one and season two. And that didn't really preclude you from like falling in love with her. And I don't know. It was just this whole, I have to not be with her to keep her safe. I was like, oh, lame. That's so lame. But also, it was a lot of it was a lot of lame. It was just like a lot of lame, Oliver. Oh, season four is not even difficult. It's like not even. There would be no lie about William. The whole thing was just a fucking disaster from a plot line writing. And I do appreciate that Mark Guggenheim can admit that it was just. <laughs> it just bad. it was the beginning of a lot of Arrow's problems. Yeah, it really was. You know the nice about arrow i would say season one season two and season three like even when the characters were making infuriating decisions it was it somehow felt uh rooted in where the characters were at the moment you know even like the crazy oliver and sarah you're like well you know right you could you could you could always find reason like the oliver and sarah you could say listen oliver was trying to stay away from felicity so he needed he needed some sort of outlet with somebody else somebody who was safer Right, you know, and and even season three, as maddening (laughs) as it was, it was like that felt like a legitimate journey for Oliver to take. Right, season four, baby mama drama. I do not. It was literally just them saying, "Oh, the show's going longer than five years. We didn't know it was gonna." So all of the character growth we did with Oliver, we're just gonna blow it up because we had to expand it for a longer period of time. Literally, that was it. And nothing Oliver did in any of those decision making points. It was it was writing any sense. plot over character. Yeah, and then literally everybody else found out about William, and that was fine. But Felicity that's, can't know. It was that's what probably drove me more mad than anything else. Oh, and then the Thea part, the Thea 
telling all Thea telling him that it was okay to lie to Felicity. To lie. I was like, we you literally left to go live with Malcolm Merlin because he didn't tell you the truth about who your father like what are (laughs) what what in the hell is going on? It was just absolute there was so much shit in season four that I was like, no. And I know everybody's like, oh, I hate season five, and season five is their least favorite. I actually think when I did my favorite seasons, that season four ended up being my least favorite. And it's and it's such a shame because season four had such a strong start. Seeing Oliver and Felicity together and domestics was just like a dream come true. And I know a lot of fans would probably say they would diverge season four at Ivy Town and keep them at Ivy Town. I am one of the I don't know. I'm one of the few people who didn't actually like Ivy Town. It wasn't true oh, to God. either of them. We did hours either on that. I remember because we were like Ivy Town is like It's a mirage. It's a mirage. It's like oh <laughs> everything looks perfect, but they're not really dealing with any of their shit. And that came up in 406. Everyone loves the yin yang kiss, and I don't like it because to me, they that fight was really getting at some really important stuff, and then they just like glaze over it at the end. Well, because if they had totally cemented everything, then there would have been no baby mama drama. Exactly. So by the time 408 comes around, I mean, I was like, you know, there's definitely some kinks in the wheel here. And then when 408 happened, I was like, they're broken up. Like, I viewed them as broken up until that's why it was. Same so here. And it was agony to watch because you're just yeah, waiting for like, the breakdown. Right. I was like, it's even hard for me to fully enjoy 409, which is almost a perfect episode. I love Because it was this ridiculous lie there, it tainted. The for only me. way I'm able to enjoy it, 409 is to forget 408. Yeah, you have to pretend 408 didn't happen. But. Like, I would give anything for 409 to have happened before 408. Same. Same. Asking her to marry him while knowing that... While he was lying, I was like, that is a level of cruelty. That's the shit he did to Laurel. You know what I mean? And he's supposed to be better than that now. Well, and that was Felicity's whole thing. She's like, I can't do this. This is is how you're going to act. Like, this is what you think marriage is? I'm not going to enable this like some others have. Exactly. Bye. Coming back to you later, which is why I liked season five because she was just very firm in her. No, like deal with your shit and then get back to me. You know what I mean? Like we didn't fully know the extent of which she had told. I think a lot of fans. I think a lot of fans were mad at her because she dated Billy, and I think that was. I mean, yeah, I think. Well, I think that was a lot of problem. I think number, I think for two, I think there are like three major problems. I think they had her, they put her with Billy, which I think that was a mistake. I don't think Oliver and Felicity needed to have. No, they didn't uh, need to. Significant others. I felt like it was inevitable that they would because this is TV and they can't resist. TV, it's like a writer's crutch. It's like, well, if they're not sleeping together, they got to be sleeping with somebody else. Exactly. That's not how life works. People actually just don't live in constant. Yeah, maybe somebody is just like great. single for a little while. How about that? Right. It's okay to be single on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But th- again, like season two with Sarah, I I I reconciled it in my mind. Like Felicity had had the slip up with Oliver in the bunker. And so she's like, Well, I can't let that happen again. So I'm gonna get me a boyfriend so that I have a reason not to sleep with Oliver again. 
520 made the entire Elicity arc, and everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? Make complete sense to me. Yeah. But they made everybody wait until 520, and I think <laughs> they pushed the audience patience way too oh, far. Oh, way too it far. They, way 520 should have been at 509. Yeah, or, you know, everyone was screaming at me about 505. Yeah, I know. But, like, 505, they could have handled that if it was at 509. And it wasn't right. until 5 fucking 20. Yeah, Jesus I was like, 520. Christ, you guys. I mean, I was getting, like, what the fuck is We were all, remember, like, just, like, about had it. I remember sending Mark an email. You are so pissed. Like it was after the gun control episode. Yep. And it was literally, it was, like, 15 questions. I had it numbered, and it was basically, what the fuck are you doing to my show? Like, I don't get this, I don't get this, I don't get this, I don't get this. And then all the spoilers for 520 started, he started sharing them with me, because he's like, shit, I'm losing Jen. Yeah, you scared him. (laughs) You scared him. He's like, oh, no. (laughs) He's like, okay. He's like, things are going down by the head. I got to deal with this. I was like, listen, man. I'm going to join them and I'm going to join them hard. It was, it was, that was a low point. Gun control was a low point. It was a low point. I was like, so where would you diverge season five then? I know it's a hard question. I mean, 509 is pretty fucking bad. I mean, I remember our phone call from that night. It was actually one of the funnest nights you and I have ever had. Like, I laughed so hard because it was, like, the most ludicrous. Yeah, I still, I would have made Tommy Prometheus. As much as I yeah, love Adrian. Yeah, Tommy Prometheus, yep. Mm-hmm. Didn't we discuss this? I feel like, yes. I feel like, like we decided it... that Tommy was Prometheus and then we pushed Adrian Chase to the Diaz slot. Yeah, we did. Like, you can make him make him the dragon, make him whatever the fuck you want. But, like, it's not like you get rid of Adrian You gotta Chase. have Adrian Chase because he was amazing. Because he's amazing. But, he's like, Tommy should have been Prometheus. And I love that Tommy they did that. They should have Lazarus pitted his ass. I love that they did that in, in the crossover in season six. Well, to me, that just says that's what they originally wanted to do is just Colin wasn't They available. recognized that was what it should be. A good yeah. idea. Right. So thank you. Thank you. Justify. <laughs> <laughs> so like I think because I and everyone's like, well, why are you starting with the bad guy? A lot of the problem with season five was in pacing, and they they made us wait so long for payoff. And don't get me wrong, I think probably from five seventeen to five twenty three, that is the strongest run of episodes. Uh, consecutive episodes Arrow ever did. Yeah, I agree um, with that 110%. Okay, so like, I'm not saying that they didn't like pull it out at the but end. But it was just but like really mur- murder, misery, 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 misery. Yeah, it was a long, <laughs> I mean, season five was a long, I was, a, I was emotionally wrecked. Partly because of the, just like the, the season and constantly like just trying to keep everybody's That's, up. Yeah, and it was, it was drama. having the weight of everybody's Falling hopes. And dis- well, we had and to learn to let just, that go because it was well, too much. And it was a lot about like the fandom discourse. Oh, the fandom was, was just not happy. Tense. I was like, holy crap. It started this whole. That's like, when I was ready for right, Arrow to be over wrong. because I was yeah, like. Yeah, it was mm. like subjectivity no longer was a thing. There were people who were right, there were people who were wrong. If you had an opposite opinion, you were telling people what to think. It went, it was like 
crazy. I was like, this is nuts. Yeah, to anybody like, who is new to our fandom, that was a terrible time. <laughs> it was a terrible time in fandom. I was legitimately... People were mean. Yeah, it was nasty. I mean, I kind of, like, you know, I was really active in, like, the whole Mark and sharing stuff. And I just was like, oh, okay, you guys have gone nuts. I just stopped sharing stuff because I was just like, this is crazy. And, yeah, I mean, I started sharing 7520 because I was just like, you got to throw them a bone, man. I was like, this is, like, it's it, it's dark days out there. We're in the we're in the great depression. It was dark, era. dark days. He's like, oh, really? He's like, I, I, I can remember any time I... Anytime I opened my inbox on Tumblr, I'd get oh, some yeah. lecture about how dare I have hope. Elicity is clearly yeah, over. a lot of, like... Yeah, I was like, how dare you have hope? How dare you tell me that I can't like something? I was like, whoa. I was like, why is it okay for when I say I love Elicity and I love the the angst between Oliver and Felicity or I love... You know, I like this like, season. Like, I, I like what they're something. doing. That was wrong. Yeah, I'm right. It's like when I said I was that I love something in season three and season four, I wasn't telling people what to think. But that's because you agreed with me. <laughs> right. And I was like, well, I remember anymore. being told that because I have a certain number of people following me, that if oh, I yeah. say how I feel about something, that carries oh, yeah. more weight and that therefore yeah. is telling people what to think. And I'm like, that we have a responsibility as I don't know what we are. And it was, it was, it was stupid and ridiculous. And that's where like, we, that's when we really started talking privately because we couldn't, we couldn't yeah, talk like, publicly anymore. Oh, yeah, you and I, they're like, oh, why aren't you theorizing? I was like, oh, we should We're just, like, hiding, man. Eight hours a day. We're just not talking about it. We talk to each other. (laughs) Right. So, like, yeah, we're not talking about it. Because, you know, we were getting murdered for stuff. And that was the other thing. It was, like, the time frame. I mean, it was, like, if certain things did not happen on the episode people expected it to, they were ready to rip us to shreds. And I'm like, because I'm not actually in the writer's room. It's not like Mark is telling me, here's the plan from 516 to 523. It's like, I'm not actually in on, like, meetings and, like, you know, producers aren't running things past me. So, like, if we get, like, the episode number wrong, <laughs> okay. Like, it was the most- well, let's just say I'm glad we made it past that. Yeah, it was bad. So where would, like, where would, yeah. Season, like for you and me, it's impossible to discuss season five plotline without getting into fandom because they are so entwined. They're, in my they're mind. entwined you know and also I mean? opposite because to hear the fandom say it, even now, there's some people that say, Oh, season five was the worst season ever, it was just terrible. And it's like, that wasn't my <laughs> personal experience with watching it. What was terrible was everybody online and how they reacted to each other and to me and to you and to the writers and to the actors and it was just like that's what was terrible but the show itself you know they had a tagline they had a tagline in season five was like back to basics and i really felt particularly in the beginning of season five that they were really trying to return to season two where oliver and felicity weren't together but they were sprinkling in these moments these romantic undertone hopeful moments and there were other and yeah people were tired of it they just wanted them to be together but i was like you know this is kind of the actual format of the show um didn't feel like it had changed that much 
Um, I think there, I think we have had an overabundance of fluff in the beginning of season four. Um, and they, people expected that to be the new standard of operation with Oliver and Felicity. And I was like, well, but you know, you're kind of working within a dramatic television show. So have them constantly be, in yeah. this, you know, Ivy town state of mind. Is it was, it got exhausting thing. just with Arrow in general, because yes. you re- it was, it felt like this constant war between, okay, we're working within the parameters of this being a CW show versus yeah. what's a satisfying story. Like, yeah, like, this was oh, like on stars if they had a shortened season, it would not have been anywhere near as bad. So I think, I think the big, huge mistake was holding out 520 for so long. I think people need to be, I think they, people were not, they were making the audience put too much effort into trying and figuring out what was going on. Not even with Felicity, but with all of us. They like, were abusing. They her? were abusing our loyalty as Felicity fans. Right, you're like well, they're just gonna hang with us, and I'm like, no, you need you're to losing them it. by the truckload, yeah, guys. I was like, you're losing them in like droves here. Like they're even sticking around. So I would have I would have pushed 520 uh, maybe into the mid season finale where you see oh they had hooked up she had told him all of this stuff and then you see him not doing that then I think that connects the Adrian Chase stuff better because he's just he's just avoiding then you know he's just avoiding all the pain so then when you get to the torture standpoint like that connects up with what Felicity is here's here's another canon divergence for season five if you're gonna have Prometheus be Adrian Chase and not Tommy make him felicity's boyfriend and not billy yes yes he would have been fantastic can you even fucking imagine god and she thinks she's with like this do right da and he's a solid guy and he's and then oliver just taunting or uh, yeah him taunting oliver with with him just like and Felicity doesn't believe Oliver that he's a bad guy or whatever. Oh, it is. that would you know have been I mean? so fucking delicious. We yes, could have held out was... for five twenty easy if we'd have had that bullshit. But no. Oh yeah, if you're bringing it like that's a love triangle. That should have happened. They've had Oliver with like bad chicks before, so it's like why can Felicity date a villain? That would have been. Awesome. It would have been so fucking awesome. And, like, even having Felicity figure it out before Adrian Chase, like, reveals himself. Because the cool thing about Adrian Chase was he really was ahead of Oh, he was. He really Just constantly. Like, right. So, like, that would have been, like, I don't think it would have made Felicity look stupid or anything like that. No. I think it would have just. Because you could understand her heart was was twisted up by her breakup with Oliver, by the whole bunker sex thing. He's using her grief Exactly. And of Haven Rock, because that was still a thing. Right. Make a wedge between them. Instead of this weird, oh, I'm supporting your relationship with rando cop, and oh, I'm supporting your relationship with completely corrupt, you know, <laughs> reporter. <laughs> okay, listen, Jen, you're going to have to write a season five AU. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Gotta make it. All right. So, but do I do Tommy or do I do? I kind of think I like the. Adrian do the Adrian and Chase. Do Adrian Chase as okay, the boyfriend. Okay, Adrian Chase. Okay, I'm gonna do that because I'm like, oh, because the rest of it was doing so great. And then when you push up the 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 breakup sex, the hook up in the bunker, and what she asks Oliver to do, and then you see Oliver avoiding all of that, and then he gets to the torture zone, and then everything clicks. The hard part about even five seventeen, people are like, why is why is he torturing? Oh, I like killing. And then you get to five twenty, and you're like. You're getting all this information after all the action has already happened. And it made it made for a different difficult linear season. Because you had to rethink everything you already believed about the whole season. Right. I mean, you had you were going in. I mean, by the time the torture thing happened, we were 17 episodes in. So it was like, you know, okay. And he was with Susan. And it really just presented like Oliver just kind of gave up. But you don't understand the psychology of the reason why he gave up. It kind of just feels like he's just given up because he's like, well, Felicity doesn't understand that I lied to protect my son and I'm done with her. That really is kind of how it came off. He was just like, I'm done. I'm like, well, she had some legitimate points there. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to maybe dig it a little deeper? Yeah. And, you know, the 505 thing part of it, and I was like not expecting them to get back together. And Felicity's clarifying you know, we're not going to get back together because you're not doing what I'm asking you to, which is what was on, that was the conversation they had on the balcony, then I think you need to follow up really quickly. What did she ask him to do? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like four episodes, five episodes max, then fill in that blank. You would have had a lot more people. You would have had a lot more people sympathetic to Felicity. You would have had a lot more people sympathetic to Oliver and had increased their patience quite a bit. Well, and just, and then you and just an having a better thing. love interest and the better conflict for Felicity. Yes. It just, it would have made for a better like, season. Give us a, like, my frustration with Arrow is, like, if you're going to do a plot line, then do a plot line. You know what I mean? Don't, Don't half-ass it. Half-ass boyfriend that we know has absolutely no chance in hell of being her endgame. So what are we doing here? It's like, it was, they did that kind of shit with Laurel all the time. Like, if you're going to do a Black Canary storyline, fucking do it. Give it some screen time. Make it a real thing. Make her work short. Show us her working for it in a real way. No, we're just going to have her take a couple boxing lessons and put a suit on her. Oh, okay. <laughs> And then they're all confused. Why don't people? Why don't people? Why don't people like this? Oh my god! Oh my god! It's fucking bullshit. Well, it's bullshit. You know, audiences don't like being treated like they're stupid. And that's how we were treated in the later seasons of Arrow. To be honest, from Baby Mama drama on. I mean, I feel like there was a real shift in the writing room where things were just getting tired. You know what I mean? Yep. By the time they got to six. I was like, okay, some people need to go find new jobs. <laughs> and like I said, this is why I was so, like, low-key rooting for the show to be over. So I was just... Yeah, I mean, there comes a point. I almost all, I almost never know when I want the show to, to end until after I've already gone, until it's gone too far. Like, with Buffy, <laughs> I was in six, and I was like, nope, we should end it in five. This is like gargantuan mistake and by the time we got to six i was very happy with the elicity stuff but the bad guy plot line was such an atrocity that's the thing but okay so like, we're moving on to season six now season okay, six yeah. was okay, great so, okay, so we five. for elicity bad for I was like, I was bad guy for, for nta you gotta, like, fucking fix the bad guy in the nta 
Which uh, I'm so bad. I'm so excited about it when Mark teased it because I was like, "Ooh, we're gonna get a lot of OTA. It's gonna be awesome." We didn't get that much OTA. It was, and it was just a whole terrible, mamby pamby newbies bitching. But where would you diverge it? Uh, I would diverge it uh, at the wedding. I wouldn't have Renee. I wouldn't do the whole the prison team thing. Separation. I don't actually mind the prison thing where I would diverge the prison thing because I always feel like Arrow was moving towards Oliver ending up in prison. I feel like that they put that in there, kind of like the baby foreshadowing. I was like, they really sowed seeds in that all the way back to season one that this dude was going to do some time at some point, <laughs> which I kind of feel like from a character standpoint, if you're going get, to get him to superhero Jesus... He needs to do some time for the murders he committed. Okay, so if we were diverging it, we diverge it at the wedding. We would not yep. kill off Caden James. We would make him the main villain. Yep. For sure. I would back off the Black Siren bullshit. Dragon can get murdered in the first episode he's in. Um, I mean, does he need to be there? I feel like we don't really need to, you know. I probably wouldn't have Diggle do the drug addict thing. That was really dumb. It was just dumb. They're like, he has... Um, trauma from the island the damage they they did to curtis renee and dinah was almost it's 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 well from most of fandom i would say it was because Mm -hmm. some of them can't even look at those characters anymore which is such a sadness because like we literally because we were spending so much of five like not really loving these people then by the time we got to 5b and really in 520 they hit that nice they were perfect in 520 it was like 5b to 6 that was their answer this was how nba works they're the b team yes and then they just chucked they're like nope and you're like why do you we're gonna have them be sanctimonious assholes like it's like Abuse themselves. You're like, love yourself, Arrow. Why? What's going on in the Arrow in the writers' room? Why are you making these decisions? (laughs) Who hurts you as toddlers? Like, I need to know. Like, we need an intervention. (laughs) An intervention. Tell me your pain. Step away from the typewriter. Lifting it on me, and I don't appreciate it. Stop hurting my characters. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think okay. So that's all six. I'd still do the prison. I would have Oliver come clean about it way sooner. Come clean about what? Discuss it. I feel like it was this whole, oh, I'm going to prison. And he didn't tell Felicity. Oh, you mean in six? Yeah. Like, I defended it just because I was like, Felicity's gotten on board with this is who Oliver is. and he's I mean, that's, make, that's the like, truth of it. But if we had our druthers, he wouldn't have done it. But if I had our druthers, I, I would have had him like, hey misses heads up can we have a sidebar just like an fyi and planning on and i would have had the pregnancy come sooner oh hell yeah I would have it would have been at the end of season seven at the end six. of season at the end of six yeah. that when he's leaving to go to prison she's like oh by the way you knocked me up asshole and he has to sit now i know everybody hates that because then oliver would have missed the pregnancy See, I didn't know they were gonna do the whole twenty-year separation. <laughs> but that, but when we're wanting to talk about things, we're gonna change in season eight. That's what we're changing in season eight. That's right. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, no. I mean, I love seven in terms of the focus that Felicity's character. Oh got. gosh, yeah. But, like, obviously now we know the character got all of that. They were putting all the Felicity wish lists together because they knew Emily was leaving. So that sucks. 
Um, I would erase the diggle bullshit in season Erase seven. all the diggle bullshit. A point of canon divergence for me would be the crossover. There would be no body swap. There would be no crisis. Yeah. There would be um, no monitor. Nothing. There'd be none nothing. of this bullshit. And the show would have ended at 722 with the happy family and the happy little cabin. Yep. The end, period, end of sentence. And she's pregnant with triplets after immediately giving birth. I mean, <laughs> that's that's how I would have done it. I would have erased that that's fucking shit altogether. No. No, yeah. No, no. I mean, I wouldn't have done. Yeah, I would have done. I mean, they're just living in peace and quiet. I mean, you can have, you can make Star City this perfect eradication of crime. Like, you can just like make up a reason why it happened. Oliver doesn't have to like be superhero Jesus to make it happen. Mm. It's a TV show. Make it up. You anything, I mean? anything like, would have been better. Anything. Anything would have been better <laughs> than him sacrificing his well-earned happiness for that turd. In a red condom. <laughs> fucking alien. You know what? Oh my God. Speaking of which things, my dear friend Shell and a chipped cup is putting out a fan fiction in the next couple of days that you're going to want to read. Okay. That is is extremely book. critical really of Barry and some of his abilities. Oh my God. I love it. I might have a Barry Allen rant at some point, so we'll get through questions first because <laughs> I. It wasn't my fault. Everyone was like, Jen, why are you watching The Flash? I was like, I wasn't watching The Flash. The Flash clips occasionally show up on my YouTube channel. And you have to watch them, right? And you hover over them, they play automatically. Jen, this is a poor excuse. I know. And then I got stuck in. But it's like some major... I'm going to drag Barry Allen at some point over this whole Iris thing because it was it's absolute bullshit. Every it's season there's absolute bubble. bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Okay, so that's That's our points of canon divergence. Question. Season it's eight, don't know a bitch. So <laughs> never happened. <laughs> never happened. Sorry. What coda? I don't see a coda there here. Ain't nothing, nothing to talk about there. Okay, so okay, the la- next Lexi's- part of Lexi's question was with if Arrow and Elicity was fanfic, what five tags, like AO3 tags, would you use for each season? And this is no canon divergence. So, like. Okay. Oh my God, I'm so bad at tags. Tags, like. I'm going to let you go first. There'd be like one of the season one tags would be like toxic relationship. Yeah, season one toxic relationship, self destructive, self destructive, PTSD, bromance, Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> um, uh, I would do uh, uh, something about a smile, the smile. I would just do it, the smile. Um, yeah, I think that's good for season one. Season two. Uh, OTA. OTA. Hashtag OTA. Is born. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to hurt, but you'll love it. <laughs> uh, Hashtag no choice to make. Right. Problematic sexual decisions. Problematic sexual decisions. <laughs> Questionable uh, reasoning. Too, too much Laurel. Too much Laurel. Lots of drinking. Alcoholism yeah, to trigger warning, alcoholism. <laughs> it's like alcoholism doesn't make a good storyline. Um, 
Uh, oh, and then whoever you love the most. Whoever you love the most, yep. Love yeah, confessions. Yeah. Love confessions in the dark. Um, Season three. I mean, bow chicka bow wow. Uh, hotness, all the Fluff hotness. and smut, or no, smut and angst. Oh, what? Did, oh, we called it the fucking. The fucking. The fucking. Be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Manda Pavat hotness. I would say uh, I would do angst tour. <laughs> um, I would do. Uh, don't ask me to say I don't love you because it's my favorite line of the whole season. Uh, it, it was, was red. red. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everyone's like, aren't you guys going to do other stuff? No. <laughs> uh, um, oh, I think we got to do some of the angsty, like, uh, I don't want to be a woman that you love, or like, like uh, I don't want to die down here, shit like that. That was some good stuff. Like, like, angsty, angsty alley confessions. Yeah, like, uh, falling off a mountaintop, but it's okay, because, you know. <laughs> You saw her as the light of your life and the final thought in your mind. That's a long tag, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, oh, Sunset Drive! Porsches and Sunsets. Porsches and Sunsets. There you go. Okay, so that's three. Four! Ivy Town Fluff. Uh, don't get Domestic Fluff, yes. Domestic <laughs> Fluff. Um, nonsensical lying. Um, yeah. um, jump the shark. This is the jump the shark season for me for Arrow, just because it was just that plot line was so bad. Magic sucks. Uh, Barry <laughs> Allen is the true villain of the Arrowverse. <laughs> that was like where it was confirmed for me that he was really a bad guy. Awful villain. Awful villain. I mean, I loved him on Legends of Tomorrow, but on Arrow, he was terrible. Turned into bad. Magic is stupid on Arrow. Um, Yin Yang Kiss, because I know people love it. It's not my fave, but I get it. Uh, Oh! Diggle uh, Brother Drama. Oh, boo. Shit got kind of dark for Diggle that season. Uh, I think we're good on four. Yeah. Five. Longest burn of your life. <laughs> the long road ahead. The long road ahead. Hang in there. The last eventual happy ending. <laughs> sort of until it blows up. Yeah. Adrian chases the shit. Um, uh, should have been Tommy. <laughs> Prometheus. Watch 509 with a glass of wine. <laughs> More toxic relationships. Susan is evil. Evil journalists. Evil journalists who have sex to confirm whether or not their investigative piece actually has Corrupt sex. journalists. Like, there has never been a situation where Mark Guggenheim has been just been more wrong in his opinions. <laughs> <laughs> that just still makes you mad, doesn't it? It still infuriates me. I agreed with him for like 20 minutes about it. He's <laughs> like, no, you're wrong. Like, I'm not. You are so wrong. <laughs> like, you wrote it and you don't even know what you wrote. What you wrote was wrong. It was just wrong. Okay, uh, Detective, uh, 
<laughs> Detective Grubby Hands is going to die. No, Detective Tiny Hands. Tiny Hands, that's right. Tiny Hands is going to die. Oliver kills Felicity's boyfriend. Yeah, that's good. I think I think Prometheus is the shit and longest burn of your life is going to... Yeah, that's going to take off, huh? Um, um, season 6 hashtag Zolicity Movie. Felicity Movie. Felicity Married. Felicity Perfect Family. Um, NTA Traitors. NTA Book. Like, Civil War Done Wrong. Yes. Um, Dragon. Ugh, worst villain ever. Worst villain ever. Dragon needs to die. Man, can you believe we had to wait until Justice for Caden James. Like, Justice for Caden James. Can you believe Black Siren is comically horrible. <laughs> Comically horrible. I could not believe what they did to her character that year. Uh, it was pretty yeah. bad. It was really bad. Like she's a she was the only like talking on that all show. this through is just making me realize how bad Arrow got in the last. Like season. how did we stick with this bullshit? Oh, it got so bad. It was bad. Oh, it really needed to be done in five. <laughs> if they had kept honestly, if they had kept the five year time frame, they would have. Fed everything up. The breakup. I don't even know if the breakup would have happened, and we would have gone pedal to the metal to the end of five. It would have been the shit. We were let down. And stupid Steven signed a seven-year contract. God damn. Stupid Steve. Um, where were we at? Season seven. Oh yeah. Uh, Dre needs to die. Can't believe we had to wait until season seven before someone lights him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> My tags are long. <laughs> tags are very long. Uh, season seven, Felicity Smoke is uh, the lead. So Felicity Smoke is alive. Uh, Don't you Smoke remember everybody yes. telling us that she was yes. dead? Dead! Was she not Felicity Baby. Felicity Baby. Mia Smoke. Uh, flash forwards, William Clayton is my son forever. Oh, God. <sighs> FTA <sighs> rules. FTA forever. Uh, Oliver's, uh, something about Oliver's goatee needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Oliver needs to grow more hair on top, less hair on his face. Hair on the bottom, <laughs> The prison episodes were actually okay. I didn't mind those. Prison storyline. Prison angst. Prison angst. Yeah, prison angst kind of covers it. Felicity's mad at hubby, but still Conception sex. Conception sex. uh, You will always be the love of my life. The only thing that came out. Listen, that that scene could have happened without that crossover. I'm just saying. wearing the red condom to say that to her. Like, seriously. Such a fucking joke. Kelly and I have a lot of unresolved anger. <laughs> like, all of you that thought all we were was sunshine and rainbows through the latter half of Arrow, we weren't. I like, maybe publicly we were sunshine, me. but, like, in private. No, I was You know, girl, you read my reviews. I dragged that show for I 20 know. pages. And then but, like, like on Twitter, I'd be like, oh, it's fine. 20. It's okay. We'll be fine. And then, like, we get on the phone and we'd be like, oh, my God, this fucking sucks. Oh, my God, it's the worst. <laughs> Why are we watching it? Because we love them and we can't leave them. We have to know what happens. <sighs> Terrible. Like, it's really unfair. Let's see, this question is getting progressively difficult the further we go. Can we just stop with seven and just be like, there was no eight? 
I don't want to. Season eight, take. It never happened. It never happened. Period. Period. You don't need a tag because it didn't happen. (laughs) Okay, that's Lexi's question. Woo, Lexi. Way to go. Excellent question. Okay, on to the next. You ready, Jen? Hey, babes. Um, I'm Lindsay. You might know me from chatting on the interwebs about Oliver and Felicity and such things. I am currently in my bed. Super bored contemplating if I should read the whole entire Harry Potter series again. And I was just thinking maybe I should send y'all a voice message and ask y'all if you have any like comfort books or any book recommendations because I don't know if we should all be just consuming Netflix 24-7. Anyways... I'm bored, so thanks for entertaining me. Okay, I'll let y'all get back to it. Also, thanks for always being super kind about whatever shit I write on the internet. Thanks, appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Bye. You owe questions. We got a question from lovely Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. She asked us, as you heard, what our comfort books are. A comfort book. Like a book that you miss. I go miss back and reading read. so much. But like, what would you read if you had time to read? <laughs> if I had time to read. Okay. For like my light and fluffy, because it's like dark days and uh, end of times out there. I like shopaholic books. They're super funny. Shopaholic books? Yeah, like, it's this British uh, woman writes these books, and it's about a woman in Britain, and she is a shopaholic, like, she has a spending problem, and she gets herself into these horrible messes, and it's just hysterical, and there's a love story, and it's just great. Read them, they're hilarious. I don't actually reread very many books, but, like, if I need, like, a comfort book to read, I'll read something, like, completely trashy. On my Kindle. Yeah. I do like a lot of trash. Like I don't. I You know. Listen. Callie and I were. Callie was an English major. And I was an English minor. And they kind of destroy you in college. Yeah. <laughs> the love of the classic literature. Because they like. You have to write 800 page thesis on it all the time. And it just. By the time you get out of college. You're just like. Ugh. Like I love Jane Eyre. But. I yeah, like I love Jane Eyre. I love, I love, you know. I just don't reread a lot of those things. I love the Greek stuff. I love uh, Pride and Prejudice. I love I Shakespeare. Love Shakespeare, but like, shit, man, you guys, it's pretty heavy. After you have babies and you got a job, you're just like, I just want to. You read the trashy shit. romances yeah. on Kindle. <laughs> like, I, I can give you some authors that, like, if you just want a completely mindless, completely trashy read. I can hook you up. I've got, oh, you know what was a really good, like, I like murder mystery books. Um, They made a movie out of it. It was with Ben Affleck. It was the, where she fakes her death. Or, like, it looks like the husband murdered oh, her. Oh, yeah, Gone Girl. Gone Girl was really good in the book. I The movie wasn't as good, but um, the book was awesome. The movie was disturbing. Yeah, the book is actually more disturbing, I oh, thought. Jesus, Jen. <laughs> I know. Like, I 
Like I like, like I like when either I leave it like like really fluffy stuff or like she wrote that dark. same writer wrote that one that was like the miniseries. Yes, on she did. She's dark. Where she like cuts herself and makes all those marks and yeah. Yeah, she's that dark. was a really good show. Yeah, she's dark. I liked she's that really show. That was, was a good, good show. What is the I don't know. Look, it's uh Jillian Flynn, I think. Yeah, Gone Jillian girl. Flynn. I forget the name of the show, but the show was really good. That was a Gone Girl. Yeah. Drives me. Nuts. Yeah, Jillian Flynn. And the other one that she wrote I had Amy Adams. Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. That was so good. It was good. Uh, so yeah, but it wasn't like, a book I guess for me. I would just say like those show. are like my comfort. Back when I was younger, I read a lot of John Grisham too. Wow, you actually read Substance. I read Trash. Yeah, but Trash is like I trust me. The Shopaholic books are absolute trash. I haven't really sat down and read a book book in probably a year. I actually tend to switch off these days. It, for a while, all it was was fanfic, all fanfic all the time. Well, I count fanfic as reading a book. Yeah, it does. But I mean, I wasn't reading any books in addition to fanfic. And now I kind of go back and forth. I have a book that I'm reading and I'll like, for a couple of days, I'll read the book and then like, I'll go back and read some fanfic for a couple of days and then I'll go back and read the book for a couple of days. And then yeah. I, you know, back uh, and forth. Little Women is always a good one. Um, I also like... You know, man, the last time I was, like, really hardcore into a book series was The Hunger Games. I remember reading those. <laughs> I did the Twilight series. I read those. Do you do Twilight? <laughs> do you look back on your Twilight days with a little bit of I shame? wasn't into it, into it, but, like, I read the books. Yeah. And then I was just like, no. I remember going <laughs> to the first movie. Like, I liked the books. I was like, well, clearly this is a teen novel. I was, like, not looking for much depth beyond it. Uh, but it was, it was like, one of those things that you good... could just, like, read quick, devour, and then move on. Right. It was a good trashy teen novel. It's like Sweet Valley High. You know what I mean? I was yes. like, with vampires, you know? Um, and I Sweet Valley High. And you're like, not supposed to to be a comedy. We're like, this is like the worst acting and writing we have ever seen in our lives. It was so, I mean, the part where he's like, you're like a drug to me. You're like heroin. (laughs) You're like, oh, that's not ever supposed to be spoken aloud. (laughs) We're like, what? It was so bad. I I know this shit was in the book. They were very faithful to the book, but I was like, the book wasn't that good, fam. I'm just here to say. I That's mean, why I can't yeah. get over the whole Fifty Shades thing. Because Fifty no. Shades was Twilight fanfic. And Twilight wasn't even good. Why did anybody even try to pretend that Fifty Shades was Can good? I just say, like, so I've read bad. some of the sex scenes. And I'm like, I don't think any of it's sexy. I read all of Fifty Shades because I wanted to be able to, like, see what understand what was going I wanted on to like when, I wanted to be able to to rip on it with legitimacy and I read it and it's so it was so much worse than what people warned me yeah, it was that like, it was, I was, like, it this, was isn't, this is like a I was like this is like abusive like I say this is a person who likes Kylo Ren and 
Kylo Ren would have been like, this is like. You're like, no, but this is, this, this would, is like. Even Kylo Ren would agree. This is abusive. Yeah, I was like, even Kylo Ren would be like, that's a little fire, guys. <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, he at the very least liked Ray. You know what it I mean? just, it was the whole thing. It was goofy. And like every now and then, like whenever I've had HBO or something and they showed one of the other movies, I didn't read the other books, but like I'll put on the other movie Ooh. and it'll be like one of those things I've like am half paying attention to while I'm doing something else. And like every now and then I'd look up at the TV and be like, what the f- Okay, so this is like one of the funniest things my husband has ever said. So it was like the day before Mother's Day, and E was like promoting, and they were like, We are having a 50 Shades marathon on Mother's Day. And Nick's like, No, like, happy Mother's Day. Like, sadomasochism. No, kidding. <laughs> like, oh my God. Are you for real? I, I'm sorry. Maybe I just don't get sex. Maybe like I, there's a part of me that doesn't understand, but I was like, No, no, this is sexy. Like, all of the stuff that he was doing, I was like, that sounds wildly uncomfortable. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> all right. We got a little more than 20 minutes left. Okay, I think left? we covered comfort book. Well, Silver left us a message, but it was a little distorted. Oh, shoot. But okay. all she was saying was sending us love I and love thanks. Silver. If you people don't love Silver, you're missing my own life. You are really missing out because Silver is just like a little ray of sunshine. Okay, so I had a real quick um, okay, so this is a little bit funny. It's an ongoing Katie Cassidy hilarity with interviews. Um, so she had given someone asked, oh, would you guys talk about this interview that Katie Cassidy <laughs> talk about Sarah Sarah Caminos sorry if I pronounced your name wrong uh so Cassidy gave her story about how she got her story was rather illuminating it was hilarious and I uh it's on the watch over it's really fucking long the tale she spins is a long tale we're not gonna recount it here none of it's true um, here's the problem with Cassie. This girl can't remember the stories she tells. <laughs> like, if you're gonna make something up, at least remember what you made up. Like, Steve is annoyingly consistent. Like, it's like you hear the same stories over and over again, but like, he remembers what he says. So, even yeah. if he's bullshitting, he remembers he, the bullshit he, gives he you told the same and bullshit. keeps it fucking consistent. Okay. So, it's like, you might be lying to me, but at least you're consistently lying to me, which feels better than just changing your story all the time which is what katie does and every it's kind of common knowledge in the fandom how katie got this gig and she (laughs) well and she doesn't really dispute it no but it's like she like it's it's like yeah she said she got a call from david nutter the director which doesn't make any sense to me because i feel very certain that she had the job before david nutter was even assigned well and she said i saw that they had hired steven where we know she was hired before Steven. That was fact, just factually incorrect. Yeah. It's just Steven wrong. said she was the first one to congratulate him. And she got cast before him. Like, he has readily admitted she was casted before him. And they have admitted there was no screen test. Correct. For the two of them. Like, these are, these are factual, dyed-in-the-wool truths. The way she makes it sound is that she only wanted to read, she refused to read for any other pilot because they hired Steven and she wanted to be opposite Steven. Like it was because of Steven she wanted this role. Yeah. Like something. it was like, I don't and know I'm if like, he's like kissing his ass trying to get him on, come on in Green Arrows and Canaries. But I was like, girl, that ain't true. 
So here's that isn't even close to being true. true. So this is what the common fan held belief is, and I think it's pretty accurate. Katie Cassidy had a network contract where it's like I think sometimes they like just they'll they'll just hire actresses so other networks can't get them, and like you know they're paying them. I don't know how much they pay them, but it's like they keep putting them on all these series and. You know, Katie Cassidy was on Supernatural, and then she got a lead on Melrose Place. She was on a lot of. She was on Gossip Girl. She was on a lot of CW shows. They kept casting her stuff, but she, and they gave her her pick of pilot scripts. So right, she picked the Arrow because she wanted to be a an action. So this is the situation, was- right? This is a very common situation when you're casting pilots. Okay, this is something that happens almost in every pilot story that I hear on any television show is that there's a network pick and then there's who the executive producers want. And almost never, those two things almost never match up. And <laughs> like the executive producers have to fight like dogs in order to get their pick. And a lot of times when the network pick is released after the show has gone off air, you're like, what the fuck were they thinking? That was a terrible decision. They should not do that. You know, so this is a situation where the network pick won. <laughs> okay? Like, this is not a situation. I don't even really believe because she says she auditioned. Yeah, she said she said she auditioned. I think what it was, it wasn't an audition. They just wanted to see Yeah, her. so this is what she says. I was totally on board. And then I had a private secret tape testing, but it wasn't really a test, even though it was. Okay, clear. <laughs> so clear. Um, and then, oh, David Nutter, I love this part. You are born to play this part, Laurel Lance. Just come in and be you and don't worry about it. And then she tells this story about how got, how Greg got up in the middle of the audition. Well, she said she felt like it was the worst audition ever. She didn't do anything right. And then Greg got up, said something to somebody, and left. Yeah. And so then she said that what he whispered in this person's ear was, she's the one. She says it in such a way that she's not sure that's what he said. I guess he whispered. Yeah. But no, I think what he whispered was, we're fucked. Right. And then, <laughs> and then, well, like, okay, let's even just pretend, let's just even pretend this is all true. Then this is all, this is all her shit that, that she's telling before they actually started filming the pilot. When the minute they put her and Steven together, filming the pilot, you can't tell me that David Nutter didn't know that he had a hot mess on his hands. Oh, he knew it. And I would they not all be surprised if they tried to recast her. I still yeah. firmly believe there was recasting discussions. I think they wanted to and they couldn't. No, she's because a she was a network hire. She had a contract, and it was you know. Listen, if if you can say one thing about Katie Cassidy, is she's got good lawyers. <laughs> and but here's the thing: so they couldn't recast her. So they did really the only thing they could do, and they changed her role. Well, it's interesting. If she was the only one who could play Laurel Lance, well, then we have to change what Laurel Lance is mm-hmm. to the story. Well, and so they brought in another canary. They brought in another love interest. Well, because she even, like, it even admits that they've changed it because she says in this interview that she's like, they said, you're the black canary in season one or season two. We're not sure yet, which is not what happened happened at all like i mean it was drastically changed so because they changed it because they were like we can't get rid of her so we have to change she can't play this role they they, you know i'm sorry if they're like laurel is black canary was kind of a joke so i mean it's better now that they've got her in this black siren role but it's still like 
action ain't this girl's thing. I mean, a lot of it, too, was, like, Stephen Amell was doing his own stunts. You know what I mean? And then you have Katie, and she's so horribly bad at it. You're just like... Well, I feel like a lot of it is, and this isn't necessarily meant to be a specific dig at her, but I just don't think she's got the natural grace no. for action. I think there has to be a little bit, it's a little bit like dancing. It is a lot like dancing. I agree. And and Steve is very good at that. Yeah. She is not. Yeah. She's just not. No. Well, and I also think that there's this, there's this, uh, and I've said this a lot about her, where there's this, there's this in-between zone of a character, a female character having like this sharp tongue, sassy, uh, strong can be bitchy to somebody but you still love her think charisma carpenter yeah you know what i mean like people she was able to loved cordelia cordelia was a raging bitch sometimes but man did that girl have charm and she was funny when she was being bitchy this is something this is a skill that katie cassidy does not have (laughs) katie cassidy just comes off as pure bitch yeah it's like it's like Catherine pierce in the vampire diaries nina dobrev could kind of thread that you're gonna hate her but you're also gonna love her and it was not that with laurel and she had to come off as this ingenue this inspiring hero even before she was in the mask but she came off as insufferable and self-righteous judgmental it was like oh she's the worst so yeah it just it was a mess and just like hearing her retell this story and the thing about katie whenever she she does so much self-promotion in her own you know, like, and I hate comparing the two because they're just different people. But, like, Emily's very self-deprecating and there's a lot of, you know, you know, they seem to like me. So they kept me kind of thing. And, you know, uh, she lets her work speak for itself. But there's a lot of puffing herself up in this whole, oh, you're Black Canary. You're the one. I'm like, girl, come on. So. Yeah. It's particularly pretty, it's with a show gross. which had, like, five Black Canaries. Clearly you weren't the one. <laughs> is all I'm saying. It's like the whole thing. You are one of many. You're one of many, girl. One and of not the best either. Like you're not at the top of that heap. You're somewhere near the bottom. Exactly. It's like it's like what is that? <laughs> what is that? Uh, oh, is the crows? <laughs> what is that movie? I can't remember it. It's a Hitchcock film with the birds. The birds? Is it it's the, just birds? Birds. <laughs> the birds? Yes. Okay, that's what it feels like on Arrow with all these canaries. <laughs> okay, so that was that. You question. just made me think of Shit's Creek because there's a movie in there called The Crows Have Eyes. Yeah. Shout out to my crow, my my Shit's Creek fans. Okay, so you're gonna love this because I'm gonna do a quick, very quick, very Ellen rant because you're gonna love it. So you know how they say that they're the golden couple. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And you remember how pissed we were at, like, how judgmental Iris was over in the whole freaking the, the last crossover and, like, how people were- He's my lightning rod. I knew it was him right away. She knew it was him, even though she didn't know it was him right away. And, like, shading Felicity that she didn't. And people, like, all the West Island fans were shading Felicity that she didn't know it was Oliver right away and all this shit. Except the part where Felicity clearly could tell something was wrong. Clearly something was wrong and Laurel was like trying to jump Oliver every 20 seconds. You mean Iris. You called Iris, her Laurel. Sorry. Oh, God. I feel like that but, says like, it's something. But like an interchangeable situation. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I accidentally mildly purposely uh, 
selected this clip. And the reason why I selected it, it's because Iris throws Barry out of the apartment. Nice. And I was like, this is shit I want to see. <laughs> she, I don't know what's going on, okay? I don't give a fuck what's going on with Barry. But there was some situation where, like, Iris's dad is going into witness protection and Barry whisked him away and Iris didn't get a chance to say goodbye. And Iris... Sounds familiar! Right! I was like, <laughs> and Iris unloads on him. It is a glorious, glorious moment for her character. I was like, this is the shit. This is literally everything. Except isn't that like mirror Iris? So yeah, like that's why I was Iris. so mad at the end of it. Because I was like, oh, fuck you all. So like literally it's everything that Iris should say to Barry. And but she can't because she loves because him. Because she loves him. And she They're perfect. And we can't ever call out Barry on anything he does. So it's like, it's like, it's like the writers are calling Barry out on all of his shit, but it has zero impact because it's evil Iris doing it. So then Barry can then disregard and everything. And completely disregard said. everything that she's saying. But what she said was awesome because she's like, this is what you do. You just make fucking decisions for me. She's like, you know, Flashpoint, evil Laurel will not, or evil Iris will not let go of Flashpoint, and I am a fan. I am a fan. This chick can stay, because I ain't letting go of Flashpoint. I mean, she was like, when you, you know, took our daughter back to the future, and then let me say, I mean, she just like, it was a litany of shit that Barry does. And she's like, and we've gone to therapy, and you never listen, and I'm done with you. Get the fuck out of my house. And he's like, Iris, you're my home. She's like, not anymore, bitch. And it was fantastic, and it will forever be my favorite Wesley Allen scene. But what was uh, the sweet, sweet uh, hilarity to me was Iris has been in this mirror for weeks. Like, how long? I mean, we are, they were going into the, I think, episode 19, I want to say at least five or six episodes. Which on the flash is fucking forever. We're at least clearing a month of Iris in this mirror, and he has no idea that anything's wrong. So he's been sleeping. He's been having sex with evil Iris, no clue that she's not his wife for weeks. Week, not hours, not a day where Oliver and Barry switch places and oh, isn't this cute? We wake up with our, you know, in our other buddy's wife's bed, whatever. No. This is weeks on end, and he's actively banging her. Do y'all remember the part where Barry and Oliver switch? And Oliver was like, we need to switch back. And Barry's like, why? (laughs) Right. Ah! Homeboy was kissing Felicity, and he didn't seem too unhappy about it. He was having a good time. Like, Oliver was literally crawling the walls to try and get away from Iris. They were so comfortable next to Felicity. It's like, oh, I never Oliver wanted to switch back. There's only one of that pair that actually tried to date the other person's wife. And it wasn't Oliver. Like, but yes, yes, Barry and boy. Iris get to call out Oliver for being a man whore, but no. whatever. Yeah, he has no clue. He has, I mean... No clue. Ugh. In fact, her kicking him out of the apartment is like, it's like his old sad puppy dog thing. And I think maybe the next episode they start putting it together. But this is, at least, I want to say, minimum four episodes. Wow. That's pretty So yeah, they're a gold standard. Yeah, they're a real fantastic well, ship. That's a great, that's that a great ship. That's a great <laughs> ship. Steps away, but... You picked well. 
I used to ship it, but I'm so far off of the ship. They've lost me. Like, no. Well, the thing that lost me wasn't Iris. It was Barry. It's, so that's my thing. It's like it's a situation where I was like, I actually really like Iris's character. I think she's incredibly mismanaged and poorly used on on the Flash. It's it's they don't Barry. know what to do with her. No, they don't. And it's Barry. It's he is he is evil. He's an evil person. I think Iris should go to Legends and ride the Wave Rider and kick ass. That's what I think should happen. I think that would be great. I think (laughs) Iris could just like, or like, I don't know, move to Metropolis and like, I don't know, like start your own newspaper and have her be Lois's boss or something. Or have her be the new Lois. Or be the new Lois. Recast her as Lois. Her was Superman. Why Why not? Make Iris Lois. Like, Candace is awesome. Make her Lois. Yes, we'll buy it. It'll be fine. Could you imagine the fuckboys' heads exploding if Lois was black? Lois Lane, black. I mean, they flipped their shit over Iris West being They're black. They're still upset about They're Iris. They're still upset about her being black. I just would love for them to just continue. I just kind of want them to keep doing this shit. Yeah, just like me too. Just like making those racist assholes' head explodes. Just makes my day so it's much like, happier. It's just so much fun to watch them melt down. Because you're like, you are a chauvinistic, racist dickhead and should live forever alone. In you're your a little crybaby. Crybabies! <laughs> Okay. Okay, that was my Barry Allen. This is my. I gift. loved it. That was, it was beautiful, fun, right? It was. Yeah, I it like beauty. it. Beauty. Okay, I'm looking through. This is kind of last minute, so not a lot of people knew that we were gonna be. We barely know. Sorry, guys. And if you're wondering why, why haven't we uh, been podcasting? I have been very sick. Yeah, she's been sick, so it's fine. And I'm slowly, hopefully, not going to be sick. We'll see. Find out on Friday. Um, and then anytime I'm not feeling sick, I have to work. My life is super fun right now. I'm enjoying it. Doesn't sound like you are. Uh, you know, I'm kind of, it's so weird. I'm actually, like, I get whinier. <laughs> like, if it's not, like, a life and death situation, I get more whiny. <laughs> Like, that's fair like the opposite but i'm like this just blows my mom's like but you've like gone through worse and i'm like yeah no it's kind of you know our day it, it was so windy outside that our neighbor across the street their tree blew down <laughs> we like, looked outside and we're like oh my god <laughs> i think it's windy outside that is like a lot it's a lot of wind uh coco wanted to know i would love to hear opinion in your guardian how you think the next monster over will do oh there was actually okay so there's a couple little bit oh there's a little bit of news i just clicked for me so a couple things so if you are people who are watching any of the cw shows buckle in for a long wait they're not coming back until january like 2021 thanks be to jesus arrow is over um two green arrow and the canaries is not picked up yet but it's not dead so I don't know what the holdup is, but they haven't picked it up. But they were very, it was weird because Pedowitz in the articles was like, but it's not dead. We are, we are very Well, they interested. haven't had a chance to, to shoot the 
pilot yet. Yeah. So of course it's not picked up. Right. How could they pick it up without a pilot? Right. And I Everybody know... was all like, oh, it's not going to be on in 2021. They're not picking it up at all. And I'm like, oh, no. my God, you well, guys, and like, settle I know, down. I know for a fact Mark is actively still working on it. So, um, yeah. It's they not have dead. to shoot the pilot first, guys. Right. I just can't really imagine. I mean, just from the standpoint <laughs> of, like, Cat McNamara, like I just have a hard time like imagining like really Mark you're gonna like let that go it's hard for me um yeah so there's that so we got a little bit more of a wait to like find out if it's an official pickup and it might not be an official pickup it could be a mid-season replacement that's fine Buffy started out as a mid-season replacement it turned out okay don't worry it doesn't matter how it gets picked up or when it just matters it gets picked up um and then what was the other thing I don't know. I have that. Nothing oh, important. The crossover from this year is just going to be Batwoman and Superman. Not good for them. I still don't give a shit about any of it. <laughs> nope. I just Not even a little bit. <laughs> Are you out there? Is there anyone else watching the Arrowverse? Hello? Hello? No. Hello? <laughs> don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. Um... Oh, you were, th- I saw you, who are you battling on the internet? These? I was really sick and I was like, what is happening? But you were like in a fight with somebody about Felicity and like the breakup. And saying, what are you talking about? It was on Twitter like a week or two ago where you were like. A week or two, well, two weeks ago was like well, listen, five years ago. Okay, we're while, talking though. quarantine time. You were like there's some shenanigans happening. If it was two weeks ago, it was five years ago. I don't I remember old. We don't remember things. I'll find it for the next time because it looks fun. <laughs> it looked like it was fun. I was like, I'm missing all the fun. Basically, I think they were blaming Felicity for the breakup. And you were like... Somebody always is blaming Felicity. So stupid. Yeah. So much so. stupid. I really enjoyed watching everybody redo the Elicity movie rewatch. I didn't rewatch, but I rewatched. I watched all your tweets and it was fun. I didn't do either. Watch it or watch the <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, what Callie has been doing is she's buried in a thick hole right now. Right now, I'm writing and I'm watching like TV, and I'm just like I'm quarantining, folks. I'm not doing anything fun, and all I want to do is be done working. <laughs> I have to, I'm responsible for my children's education. It's hard. I'm not even responsible for that. I like, we, I literally, Cal and I were just talking about this yesterday. Like, I feel like, cause if I'm, if I, if I'm either working or I'm asleep, this is a rare period of awakeness. Um, but I am feeling a little bit better. Uh, so like, I just feel like I'm a bad mom. Like I just like checked in on my daughter. She's in her room. I was like, are you like, okay. Am I traumatizing you in any way through this experience? Like, how's school? She's like, I'm great, mom. I'm like, okay. She's like, your father's basically taking care of you for the last two months, so everything good? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, wonderful. I tell you, it's much easier being ill when you have a 12-year-old versus a 2-year-old, which is the last time I had to deal with all this crap, so... From that standpoint, it's easier. We'll get better soon, I'm going to get better, I think. In some way. I don't know. They gotta figure this shit out. So, I think we covered it all. Yeah, and Callie has to go. Look at it. You said it was, you had to be done by 7 and it's 6.59. Oh, yeah. Okay, guys. Look at us go. So, hopefully, I, this is my last week of work. And 
I'll have myself sorted and hopefully we can podcast a little more often because I still have our list. Yep. We'll be doing it. Don't worry. Okie dokie. Talk to you later. Bye. this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.